from an album introduced by the artist who made the album. Thanks for listening, and this one's introduced by... Barbecue Hague are Arthur Karanikas, Mark Regiro McKelvey, Carla Bruce Lee and Danny Martinov. Barbecue Hague are a Melbourne instrumental psych garage band who've been described by music writer Patrick Emery as transcendental and maybe dissociative. Either way, you can get lost in Barbecue Hague, but you're not really lost, you're just on a different plane. It's a plane with a dusty spaghetti western edge mesmerising beats and psychedelic chants. You're dragged in, wide-eyed, devoted to the cause. If you only knew what it all meant. Barbecue Hague are my guests on And This One's Introduced By on Planet X, here on Community Radio 3CR. What's the show called? One, two, three. Uh, It's just called Planet X. Planet X, yeah. What's the... The the segment is called And This One's Introduced by Barbecue Hague. And we're introducing our album. So uh, I'm actually nervous about this. How are we going to introduce the tracks? Well, we say, this one's called Chilangos de los Tios. And it's like, hey, Mark. Tell us about it. Yeah, Mark. <laughs> Tell us about your chilango. Mm. Tell us about track <laughs> no. one on our new record. I think it's about what it means. What it means. So, what does Chilango de los oh, Dios mean to you? Apart from Food of the Gods, I don't know. It's like, I don't know. How should I know? Oh, okay. Oh, that's easy. Like, for example, oh, this song starts off like well, with a bit of noise. And then it goes something like a bit of noise. And then there's a bit of a middle. I think this is what Paul Elliott is actually after. Isn't that right, Paul? Yeah. What do you think of it? When you play it, what do you think? What do you see? I was always like interested in kind of Latin stuff or kind of Latin psych or stuff like that. You went Santana. to Santana? I love Santana. I, I was this has been recorded. Like, People will hear this. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually listening to a lesson known like records of his last week. You know, and I was also listening to a... Uh, hey, I mean, like, sure, like, people like Rick and like, Where his time has, you know, sleep? come and gone. And like, like people are oh, daggy, daggy. But like, like, the guy was like, inspirational. You know, I've been listening to like, I think it's Carol Vanessae. Yeah, yeah, I've got that record. That's a good record. Mm. The instrumentals are fantastic mm. and it flows. And that was like, Lots with, um, that, coming. I think subconsciously, that's what, that track, Chilangos, is trying to capture, just some sort of, Latin, oh, totally groovy, yeah, yeah. I think it captures that, and, and it's not like you're trying to. Celui-ci something. de los dios. Born and bred Celui-ci. Celui-ci, eh?
Not to be consumed. Been moved by Arthur, seconded by Carla. It'll be in the minutes. Amuse bouche one. Amuse bouche one. Amuse bouche one. Amuse Because that's really interesting. I like that track. Alright. Amuse bouche. Amuse l'enfer de Starémine. There were two songs well, that I probably, learned. Yeah, yeah. Well, the whole band. The band yeah. was formed on a Wednesday and we performed on a Saturday. Uh -huh. I don't remember. After, that. well, I do. No. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't there yet, Mark. No. This was with old Ross. But in any case, um, on a Wednesday, I received a text from you saying, how good are you on keyboard? Uh -huh. And I said, passing why? And he said, well, I might need a keyboardist uh -huh. for a performance on Saturday night. Yeah. Uh, okay, and I was out of town. Oh, Family holiday. Mm -hmm. I do. I said, okay, well, what do you mean? Performance. What is this performance? And you explained it was for little bands and it was just. Just how good are you on <laughs> <laughs> Two songs. And um, I was like, I've never done anything like that before, but sure. And so we just had a two hour rehearsal and then we packed up and went to Bar Open. Mm, that's right, yeah. And it was sold out. It was actually, it was a bit of a whirlwind. It was, quite it was weird. Yeah, yeah. You were moving, you were <laughs> moving the amps. Yeah. Mark was part and you were of that there. night. You were, funny you enough, were I was playing that night in a different band. That's right. It was so It was overlapping, tricky. I couldn't make it up. It was so busy upstairs. It was it so was cool so that I couldn't get up there. Yeah, Because it was packed. <laughs> was a lot of hairspray. Some <laughs> Chanel perfumes. So that's at the time. I remember hardly being able to move. It, it's it was the literally shoulder to shoulder. Shoulder to shoulder, including the band. Yeah, yeah, you had yeah. a corner. Yeah, that's and right. You were squeezed into that little corner. Yeah, I felt really hemmed in, yeah. And people were respecting us. I remember I was chewing gum and blowing bubbles <laughs> popping them and it would have anyways that was july 2016 and i remember i i did a some clapping 
is some some percussive type and some shouting. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and some percussion before I play the keyboards. Cuisine hack. Is the canción a cuisine hack? Boy together and dead set and involved in gigs with your band of Planet Plans yeah. and talking about community stuff because we both have worked in community development kind of roles. Yeah. There was a synergy between what you were doing and what we wanted to do. That's mm. why I've invited Steph to speak about his involvement in this album. Sure. Yeah. So what? What? what how do you think about it? I'm, I'm moved into interview mode. So do you, do you want me to talk or would you like yes, after please. to talk? <laughs> Um, Did you have something more to say? <laughs> it was a good segue. This is radio, darling. Yeah. It was a good segue. Pour some more wine. I'll have some. Yeah, everybody has, have some more wine. I'd rather have something more. <laughs> because the year before we did the recording, I'd booked a month at the local neighbourhood house and put all my gear in there and I'd, I'd bought a bunch of mics and had learnt how to do basic kind of lo-fi recording with about you know four to six tracks via friends. My friend Andrew Wills, 
had developed the same kind of way of recording with our band before that and he'd learned it from Laura McFarlane from 99 and that you there just you, go. you just need a mic on the kick drum and a mic on the snare and overheads and that's all you really need to get an okay kind of recording. So, Thank you Laura, I didn't know yeah. that little bit of the story. And that just happened through happenstance really by the recording kind of working out independently of any kind of technical knowledge of how to record it was just mucking around and trying things out and having some clue through the connection with Laura and Wilsey, but just kind of playing it by and ear. common sense, I guess. Everybody's been doing different kinds of recording over the years. Yeah. We've been in different studios and everybody's had different experiences. Yeah. So you put it all together and it's like, yeah, just yeah. what's the base principles here? And the obvious choice was the Coburg RSL, partly because of the room, because all of us that had played there and been there, because of your monthly band nights, felt really comfortable in that space. Mm. Right. Mm. Now called Welcome Stranger. Yeah, yeah, and, and it felt really home. It felt like home. It always feels very relaxed, yeah. And the room sounds really good. Whenever Warm. you see a band there... Oh, it's a very good live sound. Yeah. yeah. You don't like the amps yeah. When, yeah. Uh, for the live shows. Yeah, and for some reason, it always seems to work in that room mm. more yeah. than a lot of other places, even though there doesn't seem to be a lot of control, but the mm -hmm. whole thing sounds beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's knowing a space. Too. Like I don't have formal training, but I've always heard that. You're the person behind that, so you're able to negotiate with the RSL to have a limited number of days. It was in January when they're closed already. Uh, we could only have it for, I think, the four days. Yeah, because we they were going in and doing renovations and stuff. That's oh, why we right, had to get yeah. out. I only remember, like, whose deliveries, that's all I remember. Yeah, stuff like that. They were restocking, <laughs> they were renovating. You know, we oh. had to be out because they needed it to, like, pull up the carpeting or something, right, paint okay. the walls, whatever it was. But they had installed the new air conditioning, which we very much appreciated. Oh, that's too. right, yeah, yeah. Yes, the experience was great because we were actually able to set up the equipment on the stage as you would if you were playing it there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it worked really well and I was thinking about when I was listening back to the recording thinking about talking today and the sound of it and it's got a particular sound and you actually if you listen to the, the barbecue hack recording you can hear the sound of the room you can you can it's warm yeah, yeah. yeah it's also like that live wired sort of sound yeah. as well I yeah think, too Matt Gleason pointed it out to me when he was interviewing me for burning vinyl a few weeks ago 3CR DJ he asked where we recorded it and who recorded it for mm. us and I was just like well, we just did it ourselves I didn't mm. think there was a story there we just yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh really? And I don't know if he was just egging me on, but he's like, "Oh wow, it sounded like you spent like tens of thousands of dollars." And I'm like, <laughs> "Oh no, au contraire, one does not need to spend ten thousand or any thousand dollars to especially, do a recording, especially if you're poor." <laughs> <laughs> Who yeah. can? Yeah. So that's the story, actually. Like uh, that reminded me when he asked me that question. Oh, where'd you do it? How did you get that sound? Yeah. We got that sound because of the spaces that we cultivated in our lives. That so we, we see and.
No, no, the space is a good one, yeah. yeah. No, the sound in that space is really... Yeah. It's really a little bit unique, like it is. It I mean, is. I know there's other good sounding spaces around town, though. But yeah. that one, like, it's it, more open. It just it's more seems, air in yeah, the sound. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. There is obviously skill involved in recording, and with us, it's there's an element of, if you want to call it art, in there as well. Accidental things. I guess one of the things about re- recording in a space like that, and with the level of technical knowledge that someone like me has, which is not very much, is that we were lucky to capture what that room was like. There yeah, is an yeah, element yeah. of recording that is about technical skill. And and it was good enough to capture what we needed to, but we were also lucky that it kind of worked out. It kind of worked out, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but, I mean, like each time you do it, those skills like kind of keep developing. Yeah, as well. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I think it, for barbecue hack, it worked because there was that sense of kind of space. And then you, then Carlo, you took those recordings of the bass tracks we did on the day, and then you took them back to your house, <laughs> and you know, with the same gear and just added stuff to it, mm-hmm. yeah, and layered it. And over time, fun. and you, you then had the time to be able to think about, like, the breaths and all those sort of things about what you would add in. Well, stuff like that just <laughs> evolved <laughs> as, as, like, you know, post-production started taking place and started moving yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. I don't think those things, like, were planned, though. Something may have, like, entered your mind, spent just a little bit of time thinking about, oh, maybe I should try this, something like that. So it was another evolving thing, even after we'd done, like, the main tracking at the RSL as well, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, this album, like, the way we did it was never planned anyway. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you yeah. couldn't plan it that way. Anyway. No, which is probably why it worked the way uh, possibly, it did. Possibly, yeah, possibly. Because yeah. it was all an, all, an organic process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We knew yeah. the songs we were going to record, of course. Huh? <laughs> the only songs we had. <laughs> the only songs we had. <laughs> For me, it was about figuring out how to record what I would normally just be playing live, which is like loop, 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 layer, layer, layer. Oh, take away a layer, start over, loop, loop, loop. And then it was like, oh, but it's recording, so I could be conscious about each track. Mm-hmm. So it was a different approach, wasn't it? And then you go back to playing it live. And so that was interesting to me to be like, ah, oh, you know, what do I want it to be like? Do I want it to be approximating what it's like live? Because mm. I think usually when I listen to an album, I think, oh, wow, they wrote that song, they recorded that song, and now they're replicating it live. Whereas I think we had this live sound, and it was like, how do we record that? Yeah, and you've got <laughs> and you most to, of it worked and you out. And to think about each step. Yeah, that's right. And each step is conscientious instead of just organic and happening. Yeah, yeah. And like, then, like barbecue hack is. <laughs> well, I think like it all begins organically and then you become like more adept at things or skilled or something. But you start start thinking about it more or you're more conscious of it. Mm. But certainly I think we did capture something for those couple of days like with you though. Yeah. It came like an album. Yeah. yeah. Be, be interested to see what, what you thought of it because yeah, you've Mark. done all those recordings. You know, but it's because you've been involved in bands that are perhaps a bit more professional in their outlook than our bands are, you know. <laughs> that you, 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 I had nothing to do with that professionalism. <laughs> no. I just did what I was told. I turned up. <laughs> Thank you for setting your sights much lower. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, just, you know, because I'm, I'm, sh- I'm, I'm sure that a lot of those bands work differently. Yeah, yeah. Jess would hire an engineer or be someone she knew. Mm. That was a good question. That's a shame about the answer. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I beg your pardon.
again, you know, I'll do some recording myself, but I've never done it like with drums and all that mm -hmm. kind of thing. But I love that whole thing, you know, just one mic for the kick drum, oh, one oh God, And I agree, you can get a perfectly good. Yeah, I mean, I guess if it's good enough, the Beatles or the soul bands in the 60s, it's yeah, good yeah, for yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I felt really comfortable recording with you. I loved it. Because oh, I, I, I get very nervous recording, so with teeth and tongue or something, I'd get quite nervous. Not because, you know, the engineer would make me feel nervous mm. that that's that context but makes you feel nervous the context, like yeah, i had that recently as well like suddenly you're on the spot you know you realize you've only got x amount of time yeah, and yeah. you have to get the parts right that's and exactly yeah, we did have a certain amount of time but well the oh, advantage we, that we oh, we don't really have any parts do we it sounds like it though it sounds very i think we yeah, thought, no, thoughtful yeah, um, in the way because you've you got all those african-y parts and the guitars and all that well i suppose stuff maybe like some some tracks like as far as the guitars when maybe like they were more developed one particular track and other particular tracks just had like a general vibe and I think that may have been the part yeah, yeah, yeah. in a particular track yeah, yeah. yeah but I think that day we captured the vibe though Anyway. But you do feel the no, pressure. No, no, of no, no. I felt right. like that before. Not necessarily with the barbecue recording we did with you, though. It was much more relaxed. Well, and I, there I, wasn't much expectation. I think like Mark was throwing a bit in the deep end. I think though, yeah. he said, "Oh, let's get mm. do some recording." Although, like we were all doing it together, though. Oh, oh. So what should we do? Oh, oh you know, just some of these songs. Yeah, we, just just do the I thing you normally saw, do. Saw Mark. Yeah. When and I first like, joined Barbecue, you know, I was really con confused and paranoid for a long time because it almost seemed too good to be true. <laughs> it seemed, like you're sort of saying, just make noise. We like what you do, like, just do like, it. Really, really? Just like, do it. I, I, I didn't understand that you actually meant that we I could actually just, no, no, I, I do I don't that. know like, if we understood what we're <laughs> saying to it. you either. Like, you know, we're trying to, to be welcoming rather than like say, do this or do that. Yeah. Yeah. It is a, it's a hard thing though because you don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're working with new people, you don't know what their universe is and how they operate. Mm. How and, do you communicate it? Yeah. And where the lines are between the de delineating who does what. Yeah. Because bands vary from something like the fall. Where Mark Smith, Smith tries to control everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So free for all. Used to, yeah. All that stuff that you're talking about, and you can't uh, escape it though. Whether whether you plan for it or not though, because like it does sort of like crush in. It's yeah. like how do we find a way a way out or yeah, yes, so that's or right. a way like no, the kind of like no, you, you know, even oh, if you're okay. not looking for it, it'll it'll come and find you. Know, and and it's also the people who do the work. Yeah, yeah. Do you think God, someone does. Well, <laughs> that's right. Someone has someone to. Someone has it. to direct it. That's the thing. Yeah. Then you have to work out where that fits and where where your role in that fits. Yeah, 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 you... yeah. When you have a product, an output in mind, you have to have somebody making decisions. That's right. If it's about the experience, you don't have to have anybody directing anything because you just everybody has their own experience. So you have to decide what the thing is. Is it something that is product and product driven? Yeah. Or is it about the journey and the enjoyment and the that's whatever? That's right. That's a good point. And if it's about the journey. You don't have to document it. Yeah. You just have it. Yeah. Oh, you, well, though, anyway. Yeah. I think the barbecue recording, though, I think that was more of an experience rather than something that was planned yeah. in a textbook manner. Or oh, no, for sure. Yeah, that's what yeah, I liked about it. Is, it was just that, like, a record came out of it as well. Yeah. Yeah. I'll do the real stuff. I want me to introduce tracks. Are we going to do that yes. or not? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I would say that track was shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not looking at more about side two is it side two okay yeah yeah there's a tremolo on that yeah 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 yeah, yeah. which uh, song that's my favorite which song uh, 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 mark was actually talking about that like you know, is that chimignon chimignon yeah yeah, yeah. chimignon uh, well me and mark were talking about that like that's probably like our favorite track because it's just a bit more unusual compared to the rest of the album but somehow still fits in yeah yeah, 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 that's great. yeah yeah i mean they're, yeah. they're all really good but we that... never play it live anymore though no no Why? it's a difficult one to pull off I, I like the fact that it, the rhythm is not quite right and the loops go in yeah, and out well, but it does mean that the drummer has to keep a laser tricky. eye on the rhythm. It can be tricky. But that's like proper kraut rock. That's kraut yeah, well, rock because I, I, it's yeah, playing yeah. with the rhythm. Actually, that, yeah. rhythms that's, happening. You, know you just what? gotta keep plowing through. I was just thinking just then when he said that. I think oh yeah, it reminds me of Faust. Oh, that's really? oh exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's it. That's where I'm and at. And it does trance like, mm. and you know that they've done lots of long rehearsals. Like Jennifer, your red hair's burning. That one. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's like a Donovan song. Yeah. <laughs> it's got a vibrato on it too, but the vibrato's really out of time with the rest of the tune, oh. so it's really sort of like a bit wonky. C'est chamignon. Celui-ci est chamignon. C'est des chansons et chamignon.
Well, it was about the rumble in jungle, as I had. When we were kings, or once we were kings, mm. Mm. it was the Foreman Ali fight, when Ali came back trying to reclaim the bell, yeah? I remember that film, that doco, was about the fight and the whole media circus around it and everything, and like all these different political kind of circumstances as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. One thing that I found really striking was that it included a few of the performances that took place. You know, because James Brown was there, B.B. King was there, every man his dog was there. It became like a whole circus. But one of the performances they showed was Miriam Makimba, the mother of South Africa. She did this incredible performance. She was like a shaman woman. And she she was dressed up like this creature. She looked fantastic. And she used this breathing thing. Hmm. I remember you said it. And it was like, yeah, yeah. And it was something like she hypnotized you into some some space. And one of the boxing commentators was later saying on the fight night, oh, it's like, because I think he said, he must have seen Miriam McKimber's performance. And somebody had called that she was a succubus of some sort. What's a succubus? Describe succubus. Oh, you know, a creature, like a mythological. Like a mermaid. Like from Doom. Yeah. from Doom. Yeah, yeah, but a bit more doomy, yeah. Like a demon, like yeah. Well, forgive was, me for my. It's probably her rage and body. my inept okay. knowledge of folklore Af- right. or Africa folklore. I think someone called her a succubus of some kind, 
And on fight night, when the foreman was tiring against Ali, the commentator was saying, the succubus has got him, the succubus has got him. <laughs> and he referred back to like McKimber's like performance that really? night though, yeah. So what I kind of thought, because it has like a hypnotic quality to, to that track, I thought, you know what? Look, for some reason that documentary came into my head. I said, I'm going to try and do what Miriam McKimber did on that. So, in the breathing, yeah. In the breathing, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because, well, yeah, we did all the bass track at the RSL, and then we did all the vocals and even oh, some perco percussion for that one. Yeah, yeah, Chester, yeah, yeah. my, my tall, yes. was like seven at the time, because yeah. he, he wouldn't let me go and record in the bungalow by myself, <laughs> so he'd come with me, so I'm like, here, shake
comrades, it's Dave Graney here on 3CR. Thanks for listening to an episode of And This One's Introduced By. I'm Dr Gonzo and I'll be presenting another artist with another album next time on This One's Introduced By. Catch you next time. Sir, we have to get going. What? We have to get going, sir. I don't want to go. Mike. I know, but it's time to go. I don't want to go. It's time to go. I don't want to go. Sir, it's time to go. I don't want to go. Come on. I don't want to go. I know you're having fun, but it's time to go. Come on. Let's go. Let's go. Come on. Give the ball to someone else. Give the ball to someone else. Give the ball to someone else. Mr. President, give the ball to someone else. Give it to someone else. Give it to someone else. Here. No, no. Don't do that. It's okay, it's okay, it's okay. We have to talk to the president of Argentina. Let's go. We have to talk to the president of Argentina. We had a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun. My friendship brings Okay, thank you so much. You're the president of the United States. Let's go. Bye.